In case you missed the big announcement on last week's episode, Themis Bar Review is now the official season sponsor for Legally NYC. You may be thinking, why is a bar review company sponsoring a podcast that is focused on law school life? Well, the easy answer is that Themis is so much more than just bar prep. Their resources for law school are second to none, not to mention they are free. They have law school essentials courses for 1Ls and for those in their 2L or 3L years. Each course features online videos, comprehensive outlines, and even practice questions so you can test your knowledge before it's tested on your final exams and eventually on the bar exam. If you haven't seen a Themis attorney rep on your campus and are looking for free law school essentials materials, sign up for it at themisbarsocial.com slash legally NYC. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Legally NYC. This is your host, Erin speaking, and I'm so, so excited to have you back. I know um, I fell a bit off the train in the new year, as you might say. I feel like that was a weird way to say that. I haven't recorded for two weeks, but that's because I was in D.C. and the first week of classes really just really just hit me really fast. Anyway, we're back, though. Again, I'm your host, Erin. And this is Legally NYC. Okay, friends, so today we're talking just some basic, you know, life updates of where I'm at right now and what I've been up to, what I'm doing this semester. Then the bulk of this episode is about tips to start off the semester strong. So we're not talking like how to like necessarily keep strong through the semester. We're just talking strong start today because starting out strong can be the hardest thing because you're like, oh, I have to keep doing this all semester. No, we're going to talk about starting off strong and I'll talk about why that can be beneficial even if later you kind of like fall off the wagon of everything you wanted to do during the semester because that's my thought process. Now, there's no way to say that I'm definitely right about that, but for my ADHD brain, um, this is working. So at least maybe if you're someone else, if you are someone that also has ADHD, um, maybe this thought process will make sense to your brain too. Um, So that's what we're talking about today. And then I'm also going to talk about I mean, I go through the Instagram polls that I did yesterday into today when I'm recording Wednesday. Um, So they won't still be up on Thursday when the episode comes out, Um, which if you haven't listened to, if you didn't listen to the first episode this year, new episodes are every Thursday now because Wednesday just like wasn't working for my schedule because like it would just sneak up on me too fast the way that like my classes and stuff are front loaded in the week. Um, like end of the week is easier for me. So it's easier for me to find an hour on like Wednesday to record um, if I haven't had a chance to record yet. Um, And editing wise too, because then Thursday is my like last day for the week. So I don't have like too much to worry about going into the next day. Um, So yeah, so this just works better for my schedule so I can actually be more consistent instead of being like, damn, I don't have time to do one today. So um, Thursdays, will be the day for new episodes this year and it should be every week now consistently again um every once in a while i'm sure there'll be like a random week off but in general should be every week again and if there won't be a new episode i will post about it or if i know that there won't be one a week in advance i'll say it on the episode 
consistency is one of my goals, I would say, for this this year. Um, I feel like I was consistent in the fall, but then like winter finals and winter break, I have to get re back into the groove, you know? Which I feel like, let's talk about that. So my little life updates kind of goes into that. So the first one is that like I'm back in New York City. You guys know I was home in New Hampshire for my month off. Um, because I needed a break from the city, quite honestly. Um, and I love like being around for the holidays with my family because that's just a fun time and there's so many things to do. Um, and it's nice, I especially like being home like the week or two before Christmas because then you get to do like, you know, Christmas cookies, go get the tree, decorate the tree, go to a Christmas tree farm, all that fun stuff. Um, so I had fun being home for the month. Um, and it was good decompression time because I didn't have to like, you know, I wasn't responsible for, like, food shopping or, like, cooking every meal. Like, sometimes I would I would help cook. You know, I'd make my own breakfast and lunch. But um, sometimes my mom would cook or my dad would, like, grill. Um, he made, like, breakfast one day. He made, like, breakfast potatoes on his Blackstone grill. Loves that thing. Maybe we should bring him on here one time just to talk about his Blackstone. I think he could talk about it for 30 minutes, maybe an hour, maybe more than that. Anyway, um, but so I was home for the month, but now I'm back in the city. I got back the Monday after, the Monday right before classes start. So this was Martin Luther King Jr. Day, which for some reason, the week before I kept being like, yeah, it's um, Memorial Day next week. No, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And I know that. I know that's the one in January. But my brain was just like Monday off. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I am, I got back on that day and my classes started the next day, Tuesday. Um, and I got back that day right before because I was in D.C. the week before um, for the week-long seminar that I did, which was really fun. And I think I still want to do an episode about that. I asked a couple of my friends from the trip if they want to come on. And we all obviously were busy last week. So I didn't, since I didn't end up coming out with an episode at all, but uh, maybe I'll do that in the future just to talk about it. So you can kind of hear the experience. So if your school offers something similar, or if you go to my school, if you go to Cardozo, um, you can hear about what we thought of the trip and the benefits of it. And if, well, I think, I think we all, all three of us, did think it was worth it. Everyone that I talked to, I feel like, thought it was worth it um, to go on the trip, and it was worth the cost and time and the being tired every day. But um, yeah, so I think I still want to do an episode about that. I might try to have some people on. Maybe I'll try to bring one of my professors on. I don't know about that, though. Um, But we'll see. I don't know. But so I was there for a week, and I didn't get back until late that Friday. Like, my train got in at, like, nine or something, (laughs) which I didn't... uh, an upgrade and I switched to if you've never taken Amtrak the basics of Amtrak is that on the Northeast Regional which is the train I normally take between New York and Boston and it goes down to DC as well um, that train has coach and business class seats the Acela which is a bit faster it can get it shaves like 40 minutes off your trip between like Boston and New York but going to DC it shaved off like an hour and a half almost no an hour and 40 minutes um which was like a lot since I was tired and wanted to get home so anyway I was changing my ticket to the Acela to get home sooner um because we ended up being done at like 11 or 12 so I changed to a two o'clock train instead of a four o'clock which like that costs a good amount of money to change trains because the Acela is nicer it only has business class and first class and I had a free upgrade um because I have um I have to stop saying, um, I have the Amtrak MasterCard 
So I get a free upgrade every year, free lounge pass, or I get two. Yeah, I get one free upgrade. (laughs) Speaking of which, Amtrak just like gave me an upgrade to select status. So I just got two more free upgrades and two more lounge passes, I believe, plus two 10% off coupons. And one other thing, oh, maybe just like special promotions. I feel like there's one more other thing. Oh, maybe my points count for more now Um, because they said that I earned a lot of points, but I didn't quite make it, but they're giving me select status anyway. So, but anyway, I can't be in first class with Lorelai and Lorelai is always with me. That's my dog. If you've never listened or never heard me talk about her, Lorelai is my beautiful, perfect puppy angel who's laying underneath my desk in her crate right now while I record this. Anyway, I can't do first class when she's with me because on Acela, you can only be in business class and on the Northeast Regional, you can only be in coach class with dogs. I guess they don't want disturbing and them disturbing people, but like she just sleeps. Anyway, whatever. That's my tiff. And anyway, what was I saying? Um, oh, so I upgraded first class. Really fun. I would totally recommend that if you have an upgrade, like save it for when you're going to be on a train that has first class. I don't know about the trains in other parts of the countries. I don't know which ones have first class, but definitely I think it was worth it. Like to use it on the Acela trip, not to use it on the Northeast Regional, because then it would have just been to business class. And business class isn't that exciting, but I do think you do get free drinks on business class on the Northeast Regional. Um, I'm not 100% positive on that, but on Acela, you get like free food, free service, free drinks. They brought us little hot towels a couple of times. That was really nice. Um, and it was just like, oh, I had a full table to work on. I was sitting at like a conference style table and nobody else was at the um, at the three seats there. So I was alone. Um, so I had the whole table to myself, which was nice. But so I would recommend if you have a free upgrade, save it for when you're on the Acela. If you're in this part of the country or another train that has first class. I think you can also use it on rooms. Like if you have like a roomette upgrading to like a private room or something, if you're like doing a long trip, but I'm not sure. I feel like there's something about that, but maybe it says you can't use it, but I think it says you can. Anyway, um, but I probably would not pay the price for the first class ticket because it was expensive, but possibly if I actually had a real income and I wasn't just making like a little bit of money a month from this and then other odd jobs and living off my student loans, maybe I would pay first class because I had a lot of space, like if I wanted to do work and it was nice to have like food brought to me all included but like the food wasn't that good that was kind of disappointing could that have been my fault because of what I picked yeah it could have been but I felt like there weren't that many options and there's more options in the cafe car uh regardless I um I probably wouldn't pay first class but if you have an upgrade definitely save it for first class not to just go from coach to business okay anyway so that was DC and um other things I have going on. So I'm almost done with my note for my journal. I'm very excited to be done with that. This Sunday, I have a draft due that's 30 pages. And the final thing has to be 30 to 40 pages. So after that, I'll just be like refining and like editing and maybe adding like a few more details. But I'll be done with the bulk of the writing, which is going to be amazing because this has been a long process. And I'm tired of writing and researching the same thing all year. Anyway, so I'm excited to be done with that. Um, and then, oh, and if my note is about, um, comparing immigration, immigration policy, um, that was English, immigration policy and culture in the U.S. to immigration policy and culture in Italy, because that is where my great 
my great-grandmother, my great-nana is from, my mother's nana. Um, so I want to do Italy because I'd really like to go to Italy. I want to go abroad there next fall. I think I've told you guys. I'm, oh, so I'm trying to set up a meeting about that on Friday with the abroad um, like director of my school. I have to email her again, though, because she hasn't given me a time. I said, how about Friday? And I don't think she gave a time, but we're going to have a Zoom call on Friday to talk about what I need in my thing. And yes, Lorelai will be coming to me if I go to Italy. Don't even ask. She'll be coming, obviously. Um, but other than that, I've got that going on. Um, if you didn't see... Oh, also, I wrote a blog post for my journal that kind of goes with that. So if you're interested in seeing my blog post, that's on our journal's website. It's the Cardozo International Comparative Law Review. I'll probably... Maybe I'll post the link on my Instagram. It's on my LinkedIn, but I guess if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn, go for it. Or it might be, my LinkedIn might be public. I think it's public, so you can find the link anyway. If you're interested in that, it's about the new um, prime minister of Italy and like her policies and the party that she's a part of. So if you're interested in that stuff, international immigration law things, take a look at my blog post. It's short. It's like, it says it's a five minute read and I think that's probably accurate. I think it was like four pages or something. Um, okay. And then Megan and I started our partnership with the foreplay app, which is the double dating app. Um, so we're trying to match with guys so we can make some more content, but we did our little introductory video launch. So that is official. I can talk about it now. We're doing that. That's fun. Um, so we're excited to see who we meet and what we get to do from that. Um, but yeah, so if you guys aren't on foreplay too, this is not an ad. I'm not getting paid to say this on here. Yes, we are getting paid for the other content, which we did disclose, but, um, I'm not getting paid to talk about it on here. I'm just saying you should get on there because we want to find more matches. Okay, and last thing, I'm just going to tell you what classes I'm taking this semester. And then we'll do the Instagram polls, I think. Like, I'll go through the results of them. So, classes this semester. I am taking evidence, which is four credits. I am taking criminal procedure, which is three credits. And I am taking the clinic, that I'm in, which is a three hour seminar on Mondays and I have to do eight office hours and then like an hour and a half of a supervision meeting a week, plus like many hours of work outside of the clinic. It's supposed to add up to about 20 hours a week is what we're committing to approximately. So um, that's what I'm doing. So that's taking up the bulk of my time. So that's why I'm only taking two classes and then I'm still TAing for contracts. That's one credit and I get the credit for my journal this semester. So um, that's what I'm taking. Evidence and criminal procedure overlap a lot, so I'm kind of glad I'm taking them at the same time because it's making, like, one of them is making the other one make more sense and vice versa, but it is getting a bit confusing in my brain to, like, sort out what cases we learned about in which one, but um, that's okay. Like, we talked, like, one of the cases in CrimPro today was about hearsay, but it wasn't really about the hearsay. It was about the Fourth Amendment rights of the unreasonable search and seizure and needing probable cause but it had to do with like was this hearsay um but anyway so that gets a bit confusing and because we're actually learning like we're doing the hearsay unit in evidence right now but other than that I think they're really good to go together and I think they're going to be really good with my clinic even though I'm not doing a criminal clinic it's civil litigation but um the rules of evidence still apply and just like learning more about the process even though it's civil versus criminal like the rules of evidence are still important you know all of it's all that's so important I think you'll just be useful like more getting more of like a concept around like the structure of like the court and trials in general 
um, whether civil or criminal. Anyway, so that's what I'm taking. I'm very excited to be taking those. Um, but yeah, oh, and I'm excited because, as you guys know, like, Ephemis Bar Review, Bar Prep, is a sponsor of this podcast, and my two classes I'm taking, Evidence and Criminal Procedure, are on Themis this semester, so I can use their resources. So, um, like, I've looked through them, but I haven't taken a class where I could use them because I didn't know about Themis during most of 1L. Like, I didn't know about their stuff until I, like, was looking into it and I reached out for this. But, so, I'm excited to be using those resources this semester because they have, like, videos. They've got, um, like, video lectures and stuff that I can use for review. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited about that. But, okay, so let's get into the rest of the episode about how to prepare for the semester and like what what are people's preferences and go-tos for like studying and stuff okay so I want to start with the Instagram polls that I did and then I'll talk about like my tips and recommendations and what I'm doing. But I did these Instagram polls when I posted about the episode yesterday. So let me pull them up. It would be useful if I had them here. But so I posted about how I was doing the episode um, and then I put some polls to go with it. So the first poll that I did... So I asked about people's favorite tips to start out the semester strong, and um, nobody had any. So that's a little concerning, so I'm here to give you guys tips. But then I asked specific questions and did polls, and I know people are more likely to answer the polls, and we did get a good amount of responses from those. So the first poll was preferred textbook format, and the options were physical textbooks, which 93% of people preferred, eBooks with like outline tools, practical tools, 7% of people, which was only one person in this poll, Um, and then, or do you want a PDF book? Now, I would have voted for the PDFs. Those are my favorite. Um, So that would have had a vote. But so people seem to prefer physical textbooks. Next poll was second, oh, second poll, best study location, home school cafe or other if you want to submit another answer nobody submitted another answer but we had 41 percent prefer studying at home 47 percent prefer studying at school and 12 percent prefer studying at a cafe and then the next poll was when do you study best so what time of day now i'll i'll answer the last one too the best study location i study mostly at home Um, I don't study well in a cafe. I always think I will, but I don't. Um, And I do study fine at school, but I usually do most of my studying at home. Um, Next one. When do you study best? So morning, afternoon, or evening? I will say I am an afternoon girly. Afternoon and evening is when I'm most productive. Mornings are not for me. Um, But 35% voted for morning. 29% voted for afternoon and 35% voted for evening. So this one was pretty split. This one had around 20 votes. It's six, five, and six, like six, 17 votes so far. And these are still up, so they might change. Maybe I'll post the results later because I posted these last night, so they could still change. 
but so far that's what it is so this one's pretty split so i think that's really telling actually that a lot like you have to learn what time of day you study best because it's different for everyone which i've talked about before which i think is one of the important parts of like starting out the semester strong like studying when you know you study best and same with the like where people prefer to study that's important to knowing where you study best and like taking advantage of using that space like if it's at school study as much at school as you can um and then same with the textbooks if you prefer physical textbooks get them even if you have to lug them around if like you learn better from them or like you need the like physical paper to read them get those or like you're more likely to do your reading if it's an ebook because you don't have to remember your textbook do that that's me I need my books like everywhere I am so I have it like my computer iPad can look at them on my phone if I really needed to um so those all kind of go to that and that's why I ask people these questions and then the last poll was the study atmosphere that you prefer so like the noise around you so we had 24 percent say they like to listen to music six percent voted that they like to listen to a podcast while they study 53 percent said silence and 18 percent said cafe vibes so i think that shows that even if your friends are like "Ooh, i want to go study at a cafe we have right here that 50 percent of over 50 percent of people in this poll don't like cafes are not where they study best they study best in silence so even if you're like oh it's trendy to go study or like work at a cafe or like i want to have my airpods in listening to music if that doesn't work for you don't do it 53 percent of people here need silence to study now i am one of those i am split so when i am reading i need silence or like uh classical music can be okay but it can't have something with like words in it Um, I need silence, classical music, or just like white noise. Not like super silence because that can be creepy, but like a white, white noise type thing. So even if I just have like my fan on, that's like perfect for me. Um, because I need, and I do that because I need to distract the distracted part of my brain from getting distracted. So otherwise, like if it's completely silent, I'll hear every little noise, like something falls, something moves, I'll hear everything. So I need like the white noise aspect or the like low volume classical music just to like block out other things. But, um, I need it very close to silent for reading. But when I'm writing, I blast Taylor Swift in my ears, which I've said before, Um, for focusing, that's not always a great, like if I need to be like researching, like thinking music isn't always great. Sometimes it is though. It's like a hit or miss, but usually it's because then my brain like kind of just drowns it out and it becomes background noise. Um, so I like, I try different things like in my study sessions sometimes, but in general silence, close to silence, just like white noise for reading and then music, Taylor Swift specifically, for writing especially all too well 13 minute version the beat in that I like type to the beat you guys can't see me right now I forgot but like me listening to all too well 13 minute version 10 minute version um is like how I get like my writing done like because then I'm just like then instead of like overthinking I just like get my thoughts flowing and I can go back and edit afterwards um so those were the responses to the polls and I'm disappointed people didn't answer this last question um so if you're listening to this I'm gonna put this poll again when I put the episode up please go respond to the poll I really want to know my question was what is your favorite study snack and I did that as a question box I got one response for that one disappointing so please go respond to that I'll put it up again and the response was from my sister and she said nothing I get distracted by food by the food and that's relatable but um 
maybe I'll call it study break snack. Like if you're studying, what snack do you want to have to take a break? But I do eat while I study, but I have ADHD. So that's another way of stimulating my brain. I stimulate my brain through food. Um, But so those were the polls. And as I said, I think those are really telling and important. And that's why I asked those questions. So you realize that not everybody prefers to study in the same way and not everybody studies best in the same way so don't compare your study methods to a friend if you're like oh maybe I should be doing that like no you should be doing what works for you and these people people that answered this poll I'm assuming like they answered by what works for them um like they've probably tried different things if they know how to answer like oh yeah this is what works best for me or this is what I prefer so like if you don't know it's the beginning of the semester Now is the time to figure out what works for you. So let's go through some like big things that you can do to start out the semester strong. But first, let me, I guess first, let me say why I think it's important to start out the semester strong and not so much worry about like the end of the semester and not to think like in the long, like you're thinking long term, but you're not thinking long term. Like, oh, this is what I want to do like throughout the whole semester. Okay, so for my little ADHD brain, And I don't know if other people's brains ever think this as well, but I know this is common in people with ADHD. I'm sure other things can cause your brain to think like this as well. Um, I have trouble like really considering the importance or even the reality, the existence of something that is not staring me right in the eyes. Um, So an example of that is like I will... I'll have like, I'll have a bill to pay that I like got in the mail and I'm like, okay, cool. If I don't keep that somewhere where I'm going to see it every day, like if I don't pay it right away, I'm going to forget about it. Um, There's one of those next to my, behind my bed right now. So that's a reminder that for me right now that I should do this. So if you guys are listening to this, if you actually know me, text me, tell me to pay my doctor bill or no dentist bill, dentist and doctor. I have two. They're just like co-pays, but I have to pay them. Um, I've gotten like more than one bill in the mail for it because I keep forgetting. So if you're listening to this and you know me, text me. If you don't know me, please DM me on Instagram until you guys get me to pay my freaking um, bills. So the debt collectors don't come for me like a couple months from now, um, because that's usually what pushes me to then do it when I'm like, oh, shit, it's a problem now. Like I, de- I get a debt collector thing in the mail and it's like this is your warning and I'm like oh shit and then I go and I pay it online so that I don't have to like deal with the debt collector and get a credit hit anyway so please 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 yell at me to pay my freaking dentist and doctor co-pays from literally the fall and the summer please 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 yell at me I beg of you um instagram tiktok phone dm I don't care comments responses to my stories yell at me to pay my bills anyway That was an example how if something is not staring me in the eyes, like an immediate, immediate consequence, I like cannot bring myself to do it without like um, manufacturing a fake sense of urgency, which is something I was talking to my therapist about last week, how I have to almost like trick myself into like thinking there's a consequence, but it's not really tricking myself into thinking there's a consequence because there will be a long-term consequence for a lot of these things like not paying my bills eventually a debt collector will reach out to me and that's a problem for my credit which I pride myself on good credit um so I don't want that but and I know credit like having bad credit is an issue for a lot of people with ADHD because of stuff like this luckily for me like I'm I pay almost all my bills on time so like my one doctor bill that I don't pay like it's okay and I'll pay it when I get that notice and not 
that's also a tip. Don't if you get like a thing from a debt collector in the mail, don't don't pay them. You go back to who you owe the bill to and you pay that. So if it's just like a bill you forgot about, like a doctor copay, do not pay it through the debt collector because that's how you get the credit hit. Go to the doctor's office, whether it's online you pay or a portal or you send a check in the mail, whatever it is on the phone, pay them. Do not pay the debt collector. So that's just a tip for my girlies that forget to pay their bills sometimes. I am one of you. No shame. It happens. Okay. Anyway, um, back on topic. So that's an example of a long-term consequence that if I had a manufactured instant like consequence or instant gratification from it, it would get me to do it. So if I know I'm going to get something from doing something, that makes me want to do it. It's like something that comes with a reward. I love that shit. I eat that up because that's a hit of dopamine, which my damn brain is lacking, which is why it's hard to get me to do things that I don't see a consequence or a reward from because... I because my brain because it's low in dopamine and I think maybe one other thing when you have ADHD it's that you're low in it like you're not producing enough fit which you need for like neurotransmitters to like shoot the right way at the right times and stuff then you um your brain wants to do the things that will give it dopamine so it's hard to do the things that won't because it knows it needs the dopamine to get things done which is confusing but I'm not a biologist I'm not a doctor I'm not a psychiatrist psychologist none of that so um we're not getting gonna get into the science of it because I don't fully understand it though I do understand a lot but not the science of it um like I can explain to somebody how ADHD works but why it functions that way that is confusing to me and my sister asked me something once well what's the difference between like dopamine and serotonin and like how if you have um depression it can be from a lack of dopamine the same way it can be from a lack of serotonin but generally like if you have a lack of dopamine that's ADHD and it could cause depression anyway confusing doesn't matter back on topic so we want things that will give us dopamine either because of reward or like the reward being avoiding an immediate consequence so We are manufacturing consequences and or rewards to get things done. And even if you don't have ADHD, of course you want to think of something as like immediate gratification or avoiding a problem like in the moment because that's going to make you want to do it more. So if you're just like struggling for another reason, I think this is helpful for people with depression or anxiety too. Um, Or if you're like overwhelmed, completely overwhelmed by like doing all of it these which would be like um people with anxiety or depression adhd you also get overwhelmed by it but different reasonings behind it but on the surface it's like the same issue so these are things that i'm doing to help avoid a long-term problem because of the overwhelm or like not seeing any urgency in it in the short term so um I got so sidetracked there. Oh, but so why I think it's important though, this is what I was trying to say, why I think it's important though to start off strong, even if like maybe you'll fall off of this train in like a month, is because when the end of the semester comes around, the part of the semester that you have trouble remembering, which I've learned now from doing three semesters of law school, is the beginning. So my thought process is, Even if I stop doing all these things halfway through, those things that I learned halfway through will be more fresh in my brain that it's okay if maybe my notes from that time um, were not as thorough because those things are more fresh in my brain so it's easier for me to recall and like see how we built on it throughout the semester because it happened more recently. Um, 
So that's why my thought process is start out strong. Even if I fall off this in a month or a month and a half, like at least I have the strong base. So when it comes around to finals, I have those really good notes to look back on and I'm not having to dig through the actual reading and watching all these videos to figure things out. So um, that's my recommendation to focus right now on starting off strong, which will help you in the long run. But don't be like, oh, this is like so dreadful to do it all semester. Like, I'm hoping that I stick to at least most of these things, but you know, most likely like life will get in the way, things will happen, I'll get busy and like I'll not do these as great, but um, starting off strong is always good. And also big thing, if you don't do one of these things like one day or one a week, like I'm trying to remind myself that doesn't mean, oh, I'm not doing it anymore at all. No, it was just like one one day I fumbled. One week I fumbled, I was too busy to do the review I wanted to do. You could still keep doing it even if you miss a week or a day. And that's something that I have to keep reminding myself because I'm usually like, ah, fucked up, you know, whatever. Semester is what it is now. No, because we're only a week in. It's okay. I can keep doing it now. Okay, anyway. So what I'm doing. (laughs) So the first thing that I'm doing is that I am taking reading notes. Now, a lot of times I will start this at the beginning of the semester, but I'll get tired much faster because I've been taking like three classes at a time or like when I was a freshman at some point, it was what, five classes? Freshman, uh, when I was a 1L because we had like four classes plus our writing class. So that was like a lot. But because I'm only taking two classes this semester and my clinic, it feels a lot more manageable to me. Even though my clinic is a lot of work, because it's only one thing and then two classes and then like I have my journal, which I already had and I wasn't getting credit for it, but now I'm getting a credit for it this semester. And my TA thing that I was already doing, the now I'm only taking two classes and one clinic, which are the bulk of what I'm spending my time on. So even though one of them is a big clinic and one of my classes is a big class, like it's four credits, um, it still is just three things. And in my brain, it feels like less, even though I'm taking the same credit load because it should be the same amount of work. Because at least how my brain sees it, how I see it is that um, I just categorize them like, okay, two classes, one like experiential clinic. So then I'm just like, okay, I just have two classes that I need to like focus on and be prepared for a final because the clinic is more about the work I do now. So the only things I'm like, I need to start off strong. And so I'm like prepared for later is this because the clinic, it's like, you know, building, I'm working on my client stuff and all that fun stuff as the semester goes on. So it's a different structure, but like for classes, I'm only taking two. So I am taking reading notes and I think I'll keep up on it longer because I only have the two classes that I'm doing readings for um, like three days a week for Crimpro and four days a week for evidence. So it's easier for me to keep up on that because it's just two of them instead of being like, I do like reading for three or four classes tonight. Um, but I only like, I don't have the brain power time to do all of it. I think it also helps that the readings that they're giving us aren't like at least for evidence especially, they're not crazy long. Crimpro is a bit longer, but less cases. So evidence has more cases, and that was a bit of a pain the other day. But at the very least, like, I'm going to be honest, last night I didn't really take many notes on my Crimpro reading. I did do it, though, and I highlighted it in the book, but I was just really tired, and I was like, I had been at school since um, 10 a.m. because I have my clinic office hours, and then I had class, and I had to go back and do my clinic supervision. So my brain was just, like, really, like, ugh. But um, I did, at the very least, I put down like the topics for the day and wrote down the big 
case names. So then going into class today, at least, I'm not like surprised by, oh, what's that case? Like I have the case name written down. I think I put a couple notes down about it. But um, what I'm trying to do is take reading notes because I've found for my brain, ugh, I have to, like if I take the reading notes, I am so much more focused in class. And you know, if you have, especially if you have ADHD or if you're an anxious person too, like you probably have struggled at least at some point with focusing in class because you're like okay well like I remember this from like the reading and I wrote this down but um now she's saying this and like you're having trouble writing everything down so then I I especially have trouble being able to take notes on everything she's saying while I'm also listening and absorbing whereas if I took my reading notes ahead of time on all the basics of the case then I'm not having to write Lorelai Lorelai just went to hide under the bed. Um, It's her favorite nap spot. She's not actually hiding. It's where she likes to sleep. Um, Then I'm not having to focus on that aspect, at least, of being like, oh, well, I've got to write down everything because I don't have any notes on this case. I'm only having to write down the things I missed, don't have, or things that like my professor elaborates on or points out. So then I'm actually able to focus and participate in class because I'm not so stressed about like, oh, what if this, and also because one of my classes, she does like cold call randomly. It's not like we're even on panels where she's like, this day, these people will be on call. It's like straight cold calling. So then I can be less stressed to going into class. That's evidence. So that one, I think I'll definitely keep up the reading notes on, at least like the bare bones about the cases. So that if I get called on, I'm not like, uh, 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 because that's my problem. That even if I read the case, when it comes around to like being cold called, my brain will just black out. Um... And my therapist told me that that's um, probably a stress response. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. (laughs) Um, But anyway, and then we were talking about how like that's also connected to my ADHD, though, because I'm used to like being like, oh, I don't remember things when I need to. So then it became like a coping mechanism that um, so I either totally blank out or I can't focus in class is the problem. Like I either am focused, so I'm not ready if I get cold called or I get cold called um, and so but I was and I'm prepared but it's because I was thinking about it the whole class being like okay if I get called on I'm gonna like say this I'm gonna say this like if she calls on me for this question but then I'm not absorbing what else is being said so reading notes are really helpful for me and as much as I hate it because it takes more time like I, I know this is how I'm going to actually like get good grades in this class and not feel like I have to scramble at the end of the semester to make an outline um because I'm taking good notes at the beginning. And even, like I said, if I fall off this train later, I have good solid notes from the beginning, which is the furthest away from the final. So the things that are more recent, I'll probably remember better anyway. So reading notes are the biggest thing I'm doing. And I'm doing my oh so best, and I've done it so far, to do my readings at least the day before, not doing them day of. So like I have evidence in the afternoon and I generally have a two and a half hour break between Crimpro and evidence. So could I do my evidence reading in there? Yeah, but then I'll be like speeding and I won't have time to relax. I won't have time to record podcasts in the middle of the day like this either. Um, And I might not have time to take reading notes or I'll just be like stressed and I won't get any like brain break because I'm like, I gotta do this. So um, reading at least a day before and I can work on readings for the next day between classes or do things like this work on my podcast work on things for my clinic um so at least night before do the reading and then the other big thing that I'm trying to do is that I want to spend time reviewing at the end 
of the week or every other week. So initially I'd been like every other week, like one week I'll review evidence and one week I'll review CrimPro. I didn't review anything last week, but it was just the first week. So I think that's okay because like there wasn't much material to review, but I am excited that my CrimPro professor has been giving us, um, she gave us like questions that would be similar to what would be on an exam at the end of last week so we can use them to review and then today in class because we finished a chapter yesterday um or two days ago yeah we didn't have class Tuesday we finished a chapter on Monday um so we're done talking about the threshold doctrine um I need to stop saying um involving the fourth amendment so today we did a review in class talking about the big takeaways from those cases and what we should be thinking about as we synthesize the material So that is what I'm trying to do every week. I'm trying to do a review. So I'm happy she gave us those questions because I can use those. So like I would like to review like CrimPro one week, evidence the next week, or do a little bit of review of each one um, each week. And I have friends in both those classes. I know CrimPro, my friend Jane, who I've mentioned on here before, she's in there with me and she wants to do review. So we've we've got to really like make a weekly plan, I think, to start doing that. So we're going to start doing a review for CrimPro and then evidence. Um, Adele is in there with me. I've got other friends in there too. But yeah, so those are the big things I'm doing. And I want to do Fridays as my review day, I think, because I don't have class on Friday. So Friday's like my review day, my journal day. Um, So yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But maybe I'll change that to Saturdays. I'm not sure. We'll see. The other big thing, start going to office hours now if you can. I can't make it to evidence office hours because that's when I have my clinic um clinic yes that's when I that's when I have my clinic hours so I cannot make it but if you're able to make it to office hours for your professors do it now so like they get to know you and then you don't feel weird in the later in the semester going to them being like I have a question when you're like I've never come here like it's my fault like it's not your fault if you waited first of all like you probably had a lot of things going on or your like schedules didn't line up but so Go to office hours now, even if just to say hi and ask a question. I went to the CrimPro office hours the other day and just asked a question, but now she knows my face. Um, I didn't tell her my name, but she might know my name. I've talked in class a few times too, which I'm impressed with. That'll probably stop at some point. But so go to office hours now and make study groups. Like I said, the review using Friday is my review days is my plan for now. I also would like to do like study groups for each of the classes. And like I said, I have friends in both of my classes. So I want to make a study group and every couple of weeks we can get together and review the materials or like for CrimPro, go over the practice questions that she talked about that she's giving us. I mean, so that's what I'd like to do. And those are my plans for the semester. But like I said, it's important to start out this way. And if I fall off the train later... It's okay. We can always reassess, reevaluate. Halfway through the semester, I think I'll do like a check-in of where I'm at with these plans that I had. Um, You guys should hold me to it. Hold me to it like halfway through the semester. So like mm, early March, be like, you still doing it, girly? Or I guess like mid-March. No, early March because we started halfway through the month. Yeah, early March. Hold me accountable if I don't do a a check-in about it. But I'll probably talk about it between now and then anyway. We'll see. And we'll assess what we can do if we have fallen off the train and new plans. Even if I haven't, if I've actually somehow magically stayed consistent, 
uh, I could still talk about things that you guys can do to help you at that halfway point. Do like a review of the first half of the semester. So still when the second half comes around and then finals there, you're not like, "Ah, I don't have time. So yeah, that's what I've got going on. Those are my tips for you. So start off strong. And I said like the, I don't know why I said we're like manufacturing short-term consequences. I guess it's me being like, I have to do this, like thinking about how if I do this now, then like in a month me will be like feeling better about it. And the evidence, like knowing that she cold calls, that's going to help me stay on with that one. Um, So that's like the manufacturing of the consequence for that. It's not really manufacturing. That could be a real consequence that like I know in class, like if I get called on. Um, But for CrimPro, I don't know if I can manufacture a consequence. It's just like trying to remind myself that there is a long-term consequence. Like I have to stay on it. And something like a study group can help with that, especially because she's giving practice questions. I'm like, oh, there's an easy way to assess if I know what's going on. So, um, and if I don't do the reading, then I won't know what's going on. And I guess the other consequence is like, if I don't take reading notes and I can't pay attention in class and then I'm overwhelmed so that is a consequence in and of itself so just reminding yourself of the little consequences that might not seem like a big big deal can be really helpful in getting yourself to do things that you don't necessarily have the motivation to do um and then you can always like reward yourself too so like maybe my review days I will do those at like a cafe or something or like after I do my review like then I get to spend my Friday just relaxing or knowing that Saturday I don't have if I review on Friday I don't have to do anything on Saturday so that's what I'm thinking if you guys have any tips of other ways to like fake a reward or fake a fake a consequence like manufacture a consequence kind of build in this or manufacturing motivation, I guess, um, or manufacturing urgency, hit me up. I always appreciate more tips for that. But for now, it's going to be like holding each other accountable. Um, I'll hold you guys accountable if you want. My friends and I holding each other accountable in our classes and the fear of getting cold called in evidence and blacking out and not knowing what to say. Anyways, so that's the episode this week. As always, besties. Um, I wish you luck on your semester. I wish you luck at work, whatever you're doing, undergrad, law school, high school, for all I know, for all I care, working. Um, I wish you luck. And I hope you all have a great day, a great week. If you like this episode, or even if you don't, like I'm not going to tell you that you have to like this episode to rate or subscribe to it. You could like our other episodes that we've done. You could like episodes I have coming in the future. So um, if you like this, though, you can subscribe, follow whatever it is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I also really appreciate if you give reviews. That'll help me um, get sponsorships and be able to get more things going for you guys. So um, rate and you can review on Apple Podcasts. You can send any questions or future topics that you want. DM on Instagram or you can email us legallynycpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can follow me, Erin.Lindsay13, on TikTok and Instagram. The podcast is Legally NYC Podcast on TikTok and Instagram. So um, hit me up. Questions, topics, concerns, whatever it is. Ideas to manufacture. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? And please yell at me to stop saying um. Yell at me about my bills and yell at me to stop saying um. Please also send tips about how to manufacture consequences and rewards.
or good ideas of rewards for after studying. They can't be pricey because, again, I am broke. I am balling on a budget. So I don't like that I just said that. Not a fan of that. Okay, but have a great week. And yeah, I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.